Chapter seventy two of I, Mary MacLean by Mary MacLean. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter seventy two Food and Fire. Tomorrow. The first beauty in my life is John Keats. In John Keats is my faith in some resurrection. Without John Keats, human nature feels to be something broken menacing unspeakably despicable and lost lost in the shade with john keats the lights break across it and reflect the blazing yellow sun again from eyes and foreheads and fingers and shining hair there are world and human things which it thrills me to think about and dwell on nathan hale on the british gallows the charge of pickett's confederate infantry at gettysburg henry the fifth prince among kings and men at agincourt charlotte corday in prison columbus with his felon crews sailing westward susan b anthony a woman made in a strange still heroic splendor half incredible alexander hamilton arnold winkleride the sea-worn pilgrim women disembarking into bitter novemberness those thrill me because they are brave persons and brave things full of idealistic strife But they still are made of very struggling garbled world stuff. They are mere human fabric Till I think of John Keats and at once they grow informing and eternal in his light the detailed world burns and glows John Keats John Keats other poets have written nightingales and grecian urns and sonnets and mirth and passion things but he wrote them in his glorious and wistful pain he wrote the sweet headaches of his spirit into his delicate beaten gold verse the precious fevers of his mental veins the bone aches and muscle aches of his thoughts the darling skin damps and, and palm damps of his divine fancy all in the song of his lilied youth there is no poet but writes his poetry out of inner travails and immense wistfulness but they all write just beside their travail not in it just beside their wistfulness not with it a poet who fills the throat of his soul aching and swollen and inflamed writes not just that astral diphtheria not till another time but instead the fine smothering of a hope perhaps the oblique suffocating of a love a poet whose brain hands throb with some horrible dulcetish tiredness from handling the heavy bright tools of his craft writes instead the throbbing of his brain songs and brain insteps from walking small odd hard rutted daily ways it rouses me it heats my eyeballs with salty honeyed warmth as i read but it is not john keats who writes his own immediate magic sickness in perfect sudden obvious blood warm golden now it is always old old-fashioned ailment worn of ages the drowsy ache of the nightingale goes a thousand years back and a thousand years to come the restless ecstasy of a thousand thousand nightingales one for each who reads in any age all ages long long after the jewelled english language is gone dead as homer's 
Keats's nightingale will flutter lyric winged in the nervous jeweled lovely now Weep for Adonis wailed the differently lovely Shelley. He is dead But he isn't dead. He is terribly living passionately living Each day of my life. I feel him living he breathes he breathes close to me pantingly like a swimmer breasting waves or a playing child in a summer day john keats just beneath my skin he is my god of the world my fetish and my lover he has been my lover for seven gold years he is the first beauty in my flawed futile life he is the most beautiful thing in the living and dying world john keats john keats in everyone else I can feel mixed motives tough tangled silk threads of self woven into wonderful wefts of days and deeds in everybody from Iscariot to Toussaint Louverture from Jeanne d'Arc to Victoria Woodhull from Paul of Tarsus to Aaron Burr only John Keats stands out alone a true breathing poet an inmost heart bleeding outward the lyric poet is the true poet the lyric poet achieves no end in his art he turns fragments of light and life into terms of beauty and sends them flying forth on flaming word wings which translate the small human flesh they brush by into delicious flesh of gold flesh of petals flesh of fire but he makes no morals teaches no lessons finishes nothing it's as it should be nothing is finished the mixed world is all unfinished a glorified mistake the race is a millionfold mistake lives it breathes it battens on it coarsely and finely and lamentably and musically and bravely so that all poetry which wanders from the lyric is only a play or a picture or an airship or a cause which aims at fait accompli attaining an object it is limited and man-made its beauty is lopped off like boughs and branches after a storm its wings are clipped its distanceless spaces little and large are visibly engineered by mathematic hands but the lyric poetry is the true luminous and bloody interpreting of humanness john keats wrote by the lights of his living and he lived all his days in joyous lyric anguish once he wrote ever let the fancy roam pleasure never is at home it is a factful of himself lawless radical and non-civilized a gleam in the mixed world it is everybody poets burglars nursemaids everybody he wrote it in a hundred other ways but it is all in that it is the lyric epitome of every day pleasure never is at home and hard melodies are sweet he wrote but those unheard are sweeter there spoke the wild delicate wiseness of his brain and the passionate delicate wonder of his heart john keats john keats but everything he wrote the grecian urn itself is immeasurably less lyric than himself writing it and being it he is rich bright wet living lyric for this me in this now 
though he has lain dead in rome nearly the full hundred years my garbled life and my thinking hunger feed upon him he was the one human one who walked on in the way before him not around the jagged little stones and icy little pools that were in it but straight on through them all though his lyric feet were quivering shuddering sensitive sensitive beyond knowledge of commoner feet that walk around it fattens my leanest self to keep that in my constant remembrance the thought of his brave radiant loveliness reassures me to myself by the hour i am futile but he is mysteriously omnipotently useful and i catch some of it from him i am half full of vanity but he is of a lustrous priceless vanity himself that justifies mine and all the world's i am fearing and false but he is so brave so true to infinite form that by it he leavens the lump of the whole world's mendacious cowardice my brain is full of wilding darknesses snarled and knotted gifts and penchants but into his strong brain the strong fresh yellow rain-washed sun shines straight down through the wide twin brightness of his eyes i look down into his eyes twin public wells he belongs publicly and privately to all this mixed mad world and anyone may look i look into that titanic vibrant brain and mine catches some of it a blessed and precious disease oh a rare disease my heart my heart feels strange and tired and dead a bit of dead sea fruit but his heart warm and real and boundlessly unsatisfied is always the deep quick fragrant rose of this world a hero a poet at arms john keats he has outsoared the shadow of our night wrote that shelley and wrote no truer word i have read so many of the strange and splendid things bits of them virgil and homer and villon and goethe and all the english poets and prose writers like carlyle who in places outpoet poets and moderner ones and the new poets imagists and others john keats feels a noticeably braver thing and always always a little way beyond he is purely lyric when he loved a woman he loved the dubious fascinating fanny braun sordid brained worldly to him a mixed living devilish glowing goddess a higher-souled woman would neither have so tortured nor so held him he was purely lyric he cared truly nothing for the verdicts of critics and reviewers and in the sweet-lipped boyish beauty of his youth they truly and easily killed him it would be like that it had to be he was so purely lyric he died in the sweet fierce dazzling cause of beauty i have so many thoughts and my thoughts are always my own there are endless written thoughts deeper than mine finer stronger anything you like but mine answer for me no written thoughts affect them though they thrill my reading hours only john keats's thoughts can enter in and crush and cripple mine because everybody is a little bit like john keats i have a starry thin edge of faith inside me he is food for my hunger of thought fire for my passion of life 
john keats he is the resurrection and the life from my desk he gazes at me in a frame of old gold every day the sunset on the glass blurs his large mournful joyous eyes with strangest agonized sunset tears he shows me the sweet sweet intoxication of his lyric grief he died young unfinished and oh but it's a shivering ecstasy to think of all those lyrics in him he never wrote the sweeter melodies unheard end of chapter 72